and welcome to this episode of Keep It Positive, sweetie. I'm Krista Renee Hazlett, and today I have with me my bro, Todd Galberth, the Todd Galberth. Todd Galberth is fine. <laughs> thank you. Number one, thank you so much for allowing me to be on your amazing, incredible, oh, life-changing podcast. Stop super it. Super honored. Super honored. <laughs> there have been thank many you. people to sit on this soft couch. In that spot, Yeah. <laughs> So I'm just grateful to be on. So thank you so much. No, I'm grateful. Um, I appreciate you. And I know you're very busy right now. You're on tour. Just Mavis, a tiny Just, I mean, bit. a lot. Like you literally <laughs> have to leave here and go do, hit the road. But um, thank you for taking time Super in honest. between your busy schedule. Um, we met at Change Church yep. through my brother Isaac Curry. Yep. He introduced us. Um, and you lead our praise and worship team. Yeah. And um, when I think of you, it's... We're, the name of this episode is Encountering God, and my favorite album right now is your Encounter Come album. On. Yes! It is so good. I'm, I'm blushing. You can't see it through the black skin, but I'm turning. <laughs> I'm really red right now. It's so good. Oh, thank so you. So it much. had me in a chokehold for months. Now the new Maverick City album that you're on has me in a chokehold. Oh, but um, I guess everything you touch just you know turns to go. Just it's Jesus. I'm I'm yeah. so grateful for that pro being counter project. So super grateful that episode is called Encounter, but yes. that was legitimately, you ever do so, I'm sure you've, you've written something or, or had an episode or mm -hmm. that was like, you knew like, yo, this one is, is the it? One. Like yes. nobody had to tell you, nobody yes. had to affirm, confirm. <laughs> you were like, I know that, that's it. And that's how I felt when we left that recording that night. Mm. I literally walked behind the stage and was just crying. I was like, yo, that's the best thing I've ever done. No, it was in my life. insane. So and it like was, when you listen to it, you feel like you're at the live recording. Yeah, that, and that was the goal from, from the mix to how we produced it. I wanted people to feel like they were in the room. Yeah. I wanted them to feel like they were a part of the encounter. So mm -hmm. I'm so grateful, like le legitimately, I was talking to somebody yesterday, the record a year old as of two weeks ago, mm -hmm. and it's still on the charts. That's amazing. And so, like, oh, yo, that's God. That's Nothing God. but God. For real. Nothing but God. So I normally start the show off with a quote or a song. Okay. And since I have a singer here, <laughs> I'm so gonna, you go, we're going to sing gonna together. We're going to sing together? That's crazy. One of my favorite. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> we're going to see what I did not see that in the notes. <laughs> 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 Put a sit back, revise. Revise. <laughs> Not doing that. Well, I can tell you what one of my favorite songs is. Okay. I actually work out to this song. Um, well, I work out to the whole album. Okay. I'm one of those girls I actually like. You to. say you work out. We've oh my. never seen you work out. We see pictures of weights. We see pictures of treadmills. <laughs> no one movie. has ever seen you like going. But that's another conversation. We're going it always on. gives me a hard time. I'm just like, saying. Are you really working out? Have you yes. moved today? Ma'am, we're waiting. <laughs> we're waiting on you to move. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. Okay. One of my favorite songs is He Won't Fail, written uh, by you, my good brother, Chandler Moore, and yes. somebody else. I can't remember who else is on there, but I did uh, double check to make sure that yes, there was a song. My guy from uh, Detroit, his name escapes me right now. He actually, uh, James, last name James, he wrote this. I, I went to a concert. Mm hmm he had just legitimately, like that week, he was like, man, I wrote this little hook, guys. Can I just sing it for you guys? Wow. And he was like, he won't fail, he won't fail, he won't leave you. No, he won't fail. I was like, yo, the whole, yes. I was like, bro. He just, those lines, I was like, he said, man, I don't have anything else with the song, but 
I just wrote it. I said, all well, I'm taking that from you. Come on, you got it. All of your cares. Yes. Even your struggles. You, you can, can give, give it, it to Jesus. Jesus. We're gonna leave right there. <laughs> you gotta get the album yeah. oh, and listen man. to it to hear the rest of it. That that's that's my every night when I when I do a concert, I look forward. Like mm -hmm. it has never gotten old. Yeah. Like there are some certain songs you like, okay, I'm gonna sing this again. But right. that song is like what I know. Um, it's going to take place mm -hmm. when we start declaring that over the room and in the room. It's always, it's like, yo, like God just, number one, you see people's faith begin to rise. Like no, when they literally. Hear it, literally like, oh no, God won't fail me. I know, mm -hmm. I know what I'm in. doesn't yeah. look good. It doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. But I have this truth that if he said it, he is God enough to bring Ooh. it to pass. And it's like, yo, no, he won't fail me. Mm -hmm. I know it, everything about my situation is saying yes. that I'm failing. Mm -hmm. But mm. when we when you begin to declare these words, yeah. it's like, you know what? I've seen God do it before. And if he did it before, then he's got enough to do it again. So yes. I know he won't fail. So Period. I That's love so it. good. I um, recently started like really diving into the Bible and making an intentional effort to read it all the way through because I ain't done it. But I'm doing it now. That's dope. No, that's really dope. <laughs> you know, because I, I always tell people, once you get to, like, numbers and judges, I'm like, how <laughs> many more names do yeah. I have to read? Got, <laughs> and I just get to the devotionals. Yeah, you're, going and just, through, you're going through a lot of names that most people can't pronounce. Right, right. Exactly. So that was always my stopping point when I would start to try to read the Bible. But one thing I'm noticing now as I'm reading it. Everything God promised the people in the Bible, no matter what they did, no matter how they deviated from his instructions, he still did what he said he was going to do. Yeah, he's consistent. It's crazy. And I, I think one of our, our biggest problems mm -hmm. is that we, we box God, not intentionally, mm -hmm. but we put him in this box because of how we've been treated by people, of how we've been let down by people mm. who we thought loved us mm -hmm. or who we thought would never leave us or who yes. we thought would always be in our lives. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, they're not, they're not there anymore. Mm -hmm. And so we put this thing on God. It's like, okay, we know you, God, but... And then we look at ourselves and how jacked up and messed up we can be. So it's like, it almost makes sense for you not to come through for me. Right. It almost <laughs> makes sense for you not to open the door. It almost makes sense for you to let my life just fall apart mm. because of who I am. And then when I add how other people have treated me in the yeah. process. So we, it's like we box God into this, this thing where we put human characteristics on him. And he's mm. like, no, let's, let's establish this. I am not like man. Hello. I don't change. I am the same today, yesterday, today, and forevermore. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, yo, once you understand that, yo, if he said it, that no matter how much you can mess it up in the middle, yeah, you know what I'm saying? He yes. has this amazing way of making all things work together for the good of them that love God. So it's like, yo, it's like no matter where you are, like you got to let your past go, let the dumb stuff you've done yes. go and understand God is not like man. He mm -hmm. doesn't operate like operate like man. He mm -hmm. doesn't move like man. Period. He is God. He and is. so just let him be him. <laughs> your job is not to mess it up. It's mm -hmm. like, yo, don't get, don't get tired of doing good. Be not weary and well-doing. For in due season, yes. you're gonna reap. Don't get tired of doing good. Keep doing the right thing. Because not perfect thing, but right thing. Right things, yeah. Because people keep trying. And you're like, all right, now how many times am I supposed to keep doing good? And y'all keep trying me. Right? No, no, that happens. But it's, <laughs> it's like, yo, you. It doesn't. You can't like let other people dictate. When, especially when mm -hmm. you have vision, you yes. have goals, and you know where you're going. You cannot allow other people to dictate, like to mess up what God is doing in your life. Yeah. So it's like, yo, you keep trying me. Mm -hmm. I, I may and I may blow it and give you the response that you 
deserve. Right. <laughs> but I'm glad that he makes all things work he together does. for the good of them who love him. Amen so. to that. Amen to that. I love it. Um, for the people who do not know, Todd, you are a songwriter, gospel artist, praise and worship leader, and actor. I didn't. I don't, I don't like to bring that up around you, but it's you know. <laughs> now I did a few, few little chitlin circuit plays back in the day. That was that's how that's actually how I got started. Awesome. Like I wasn't. I used to. I was leading worship at a little Pentecostal church mm -hmm. with like forty members, and I got a call. A friend of mine was like playing drums in a play. I can't remember the guy's name. He was like, "Yo, a background singer got sick. Would you you want to come?" I yeah. was like, "But how much y'all paying?" He told me I was able to paint. I was like, yo, sign me up. I'm on the way. Right. And I started and started singing background. Um, I think this play was called, was it, If Loving You Was Wrong? I don't know. That's a Tyler Perry show. <laughs> I, think, I think the play was called If Loving You Was Wrong. Wow. And I was singing background, and the main character, the main guy, got sick. Wow. And couldn't do a show. And they were like, yo, you've seen this show. You've been out here singing this show. They was like, Yo, we wow. want you on stage. I was like, huh? Do we want you on stage? I was like, okay. All Got right. on stage. And did it. And did it and stayed on stage. But I did it for like two, maybe like three years. Wow. So you got bit by the acting bug. Did you enjoy it? I loved it. That's good. I just didn't like some of the stuff that came with it. Mm -hmm. I want to be very careful what I just said. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just didn't That's like some, <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't like some of the stuff that I couldn't control that came with it. Mm -hmm. But being on stage watching people laugh, yeah. watching people cry, uh, being able to sing and just, and, and it was one of those gifts I didn't know I had mm -hmm. until I did it. Right. I was like, oh, I'm not too shabby. Yeah. Hopefully you don't have any B-roll rolling of my chit in the circuit. We're going to find it. Insert <laughs> <laughs> uh, here. <laughs> but I know, right? But no, I, I loved it though. Just being, you know, having the opportunity to express Mm -hmm. more of who I am authentically yeah. Yeah. Um, and that vein was really cool that's amazing yeah. I love that and that's the way that God made room for you yeah you know? no, for sure yeah. I, I, was tell, I actually posted this today mm -hmm. um, I was like my life is just so it's so weird and amazing mm -hmm. because every door that I've walked through was not a door that I was going after mm. legitimately Legitimately, I was because I, I was I was talking to worship leaders. I was like, "Yo," I said, "Every door that God has opened for me has come through serving, mm -hmm. serving somebody else, like every major opportunity." Yeah. And so it was like the door didn't present itself until uh, I was doing the thing that I was doing naturally, mm -hmm. not chasing after something. Mm -hmm. And from me, from the posture of my heart, and just from me serving at my local church or serving somebody else's vision. God always opened a door. I, I told him, I said, um, I'm the living scripture of your gift will make room for you. Yeah. Because every opportunity that I've gotten, it didn't exist before I showed up. Woo. Legit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Even like we're talking about the plays. Yeah. There was an opportunity for me to be on stage right. until it happened. Yes. Like even the jobs and opportunities to meet and write, those mm -hmm. opportunities did not exist until I showed up. And wow. when I showed up, God opened a door. God created room. He was right? in the room. Yeah, he created an yes. opportunity that did not exist before wow. I got there. Wow. And like that's my whole life. So I'm like, yo, people ask me all the time, what's the secret sauce? Mm -hmm. I'm like, serving. Serving. Yeah. I know it's I know it feels a little anticlimactic. It's not <gasps> but it's like, yo, yeah. I've like been faithful and I I properly cared for yeah. somebody else's stuff the way I would if it was my own. Say that again. <laughs> I properly <laughs> 
cared for somebody else's stuff, for somebody else's vision, mm-hmm. as if it was my own. Yeah. And I believe from that posture, God has been like over the top, mm-hmm. faithful to create opportunities for me to do. I tell people all the time, I won. Yeah. I won. I'm a little country boy from Rayford, North Carolina. I'm from the sticks. Mm-hmm. I'm from the sticks. Mm-hmm. And what looking at what God has done in my life, I'm like, I won. Yeah. And that's why for me, it's like I'm so grateful mm-hmm. and appreciative for yeah. every opportunity because I know the truth. Mm-hmm. I know the rated R version. Hey. I know how faithful God has been. Yeah. And so every open door, every platform, every yeah. opportunity, I'm like, yo, I'm coming in low and I'm yeah. coming in grateful because I know it's it's the Lord's opportunity. It's the mm-hmm. Lord's platform and he's just opened this door for me. That is so awesome. Um, when I think of your um, album entitled Encounter, when was like the first time Todd encountered God? Man, probably at a revival at probably revival. revival. I remember them revivals. A little little storefront revival in Rayford, North Carolina, Mount wow. Sinai Church. I'll never forget Bishop Kelly. Mm-hmm. Bishop Benny L. Kelly was preaching at this revival at my church, mm. and I'll never forget that night. Uh, as long as I live, because it was like I was coming to church. I'm a church kid. I yeah, grew up in church. Same. It's like just going to church, just going to church. And I'll never get it was a revival. I don't know, I think it was a Thursday night. And when I tell you all I do, all I know is I remember waking up in a corner in a fetal position, <laughs> broken and crying and screaming. Uh, mm. But that I, that night changed my life. Yeah. At 16 years old. Wow. 16 years old. That night just like drastically changed my life mm. and my viewpoint of like he stopped being the God of my mother, mm. the God of my father. Oof. And he became my God that night. Wow. You know what I mean? That's yeah. And that's why I'm so passionate mm-hmm. about leading people mm-hmm. in encounters with Jesus. Yes. Because religion will not change you. Mm-hmm. Religion can help you be more organized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> religion can give you some moral principles. Yes. But religion cannot change you. Right. Jesus can change you. Mm. An encounter with God has the ability to change the trajectory of your life. So yeah. that's why I'm like, yo, that's why I go hard. That's why I don't play. I take it so serious. You do. Uh, because I know that this may be somebody's only chance yes. for that encounter. Wow. This may be the Sunday that somebody invited their brother mm-hmm. who they've been praying for for years to come to church. Yeah. This may be the Sunday that the, uh, that the mother that's been praying for her son to show up mm-hmm. and pay for him to come to a concert that yeah. I'm at. And, and he finally made a decision to come. Mm-hmm. And so how do I approach that moment? I'm like, no, I have to go hard yeah. because this may be their only shot. Wow. And I'm like, yo, I tell people I'm a middleman. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm pulling people up yeah. and I'm pulling God down uh. to create this encounter in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's like the quicker the quicker I get myself out of the way, get mm-hmm. get, get past what I got on, right. get past how you how good you think I can see. Because you be fly. No, no. <laughs> you put that like, on. Get, no, get past all of that. <laughs> And like, yo, how quickly can I get you into the presence of God so that, so that he can be exactly mm-hmm. what you need him to be in that moment? I'm telling you, Todd, you definitely have um, a mantle over your life. You are anointed. Literally, um, there was one Sunday, someone else had started praising worship. And then all we heard is your voice on the microphone. And it was just like a, I, it, the whole energy just shifted. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you have that effect where, and I know it's nothing with God, like it's not right, you no, at all, sure. um, but God uses you and it's definitely something that immediately shifts the atmosphere it's, when you tap in with that. It's, I, I don't say this arrogantly at all, mm-hmm. but I'm so grateful that, and people say what it was like, I, 
you hear people all the time, especially people who are like not church, they're mm -hmm. like, yo, like, I don't know what it is mm -hmm. about your voice. Because number one, I'm telling you right now, I do, people think I say this for people to be like, no, yes, you are. I do not think I'm a really good singer. I'm the same I, way. I, I'm like, yo, no, I, I'm, I'm not I don't think I'm a great. <laughs> I say that too. <laughs> no, you sing way better than me. But I do not think I'm a great singer. And I know the thing that I have confidence in is that I know God's hand is on my life. Mm -hmm. And I know that he has anointed me to yeah, do what I do. Yeah. And the anointing is like, it's back on him. Mm -hmm. It's like he's given me this ability to do something that I couldn't normally do in my own strength. At, and it's so true. You say, um, you've been quoted as saying, God is looking for a worshiper, not a song. A worship does not need a song. A song always a needs a worshiper. A worshiper does not need a song, but the song needs, needs a the worshiper. worshiper. Yes. It, it's, it's like, yo, God God is not looking for singers. Mm -hmm. He's like, not, those who will sing, that's who I'm after. Yes. No, he's looking for worship. They that will worship me in spirit mm -hmm. and in truth. Not sing in spirit right. and truth. Not dance in spirit and <clears throat> right. truth, but worship me. So it's like, he's not after a song. Mm -hmm. He's after a worshiper. And a worshiper doesn't need a song. You may not know a song, but you can open your mouth and open up your heart in a way yeah. that you can you can sing lyrics to God that will never go on a piece of paper mm -hmm. or never maybe be on a song on Apple Music yes. that will that will make him inhabit wherever you are mm. and show up in a way that will be so transformative to yeah. your life. So you don't you don't have to be a singer. Right. You don't have to be great singers. Mm -hmm. I'm I don't feel like I'm a great singer, but I know that God has anointed me mm -hmm. to do what I do, and that's where I have my confidence. Yeah. I joked with you last week when I lost my voice. I said, <laughs> I sound like you, but I can't sing like you. <laughs> I lost my voice and I was like, I sound like I, I live, like, I sound just I like live in this raspiness. So I'm, you're going to have to sound man, video guy. You're going to have to put a little reverb on me. <laughs> turn the highs up because I sound like a Pentecostal preacher. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, when we talk about you being the leader of praise and worship team at Change Church. Um, Change Church. Change Church. Shout out Pastor Darius Daniels yes. and Pastor Shamika Daniels. Love we love y'all. Yeah, yes, I do facts. too, man. <laughs> I'm so glad I finally found a like a consistent church home here yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, it has completely changed my life. That's dope. Um, just, I love you guys, and I love <laughs> my church home. Um, but when, what comes along, because people don't understand what all comes along with being over that ministry. I mean, a lot, a lot, and not just over that ministry. Because you also, some other stuff. are you, right, <laughs> are you also a, a pastor? Like, yeah, I'm an executive pastor. Executive pastor. Okay. Yeah, so it's a few things that kind of fall under uh, my leadership. It, mm -hmm. I mean, it takes a lot. But music in particular, people think that, you know, they just pop some songs out and go. Right. You know, it's never that simple. Like, there's a process, and, mm -hmm. and it's like, yo, how do we get people to Jesus? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? How do we lead people? And like with worship, it's like vertical. I, me and the team, we get into it all the time. I'm like, um, that song isn't vertical. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, yo, when we start worship, I yeah. want the songs to be not about what God can do for us, but mm -hmm. about what we can do for God. Like yeah. that we're coming in to tell God how good he is, how mm -hmm. faithful he is, how great he is. So the intentionality that goes with that yeah. um, has to be thought through. And then understanding who we're singing to, the demographic of people that we're singing to. Mm -hmm. Because we, our worship may look different than a church in Indiana or right. maybe a church on the other side, maybe another mm -hmm. church in Duluth. Right. It may feel and look different because of the demographic of people that we're serving. So mm -hmm. we have to think through that. Stylistically, how does that feel? Yeah. Uh, what does it sound like? Is it vertical? Mm -hmm. um, lyrically, is it biblically sound? Mm -hmm. um, is mm -hmm. it aligned with vision? Um, all of those things go into place. Do you ever talk to PD and be like, hey, what's the CERN about and like tie it into that? It, de it depends. If it's something that he wants to like nail in mm -hmm. um, that month, then we may like intertwine like some songs mm -hmm. or 
we may do a special. It yeah. may be something right before he speaks, mm -hmm. or it might be an opener. So uh, I'm grateful that he trusts me. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, you know, because he could have, you know, I've. No, I'm not gonna say that. But yeah, I'm grateful that he trusts me. <laughs> And he doesn't micromanage the situation. Yeah. He trusts me. That's dope. And he allows us to be, uh, he's like, yo, I brought you here because I trust you. Mm -hmm. I brought you here because you do this and I don't do this. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, yo, I'm going to let you do mm -hmm. what I brought you here to do. Yeah. And if there's something I need to speak to, he'll speak to it. And that's what I love about him. Mm -hmm. So consistent. He, yeah. what you see is what you get. Yeah. He does not waste his words. Mm -hmm. And so when he says something, yeah. he makes it count. Yeah. And so, like, with him, it's not that I'm so great that he can't say anything. Mm -hmm. I, I trust him with my life. The only reason why I'm in this city is because of him. I was going to ask you, so how did they even, the relationship build, or how did they even come apart Man, of being a part of change? I, Isaac Curry is a bridge. <laughs> I just I just resigned um, from my last assignment, and I was like, yo, I think I'm going to move to Dallas. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, I think I'm just going to travel for a while. This, I've been I've been working full-time ministry for, like, 16 years. What? Wow. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to chill for a little bit, mm -hmm. just travel. I was really thinking about going to Dallas. I really love Dallas. Yeah. And I swore on a stack of Bibles I would never live in Atlanta, Georgia. Really? Ever. What? So about Atlanta. Despise this city. Really? And the Lord said, you got to come. You got to ah. bring it out. You got to bring it up. <laughs> that ignorant. But no, I, I just did not want to. I, I never really enjoyed Atlanta. Atlanta for me was always in and out, in and out, in and out. Mm -hmm. But I came. I, I I resigned. I was like, yo, you know, Pastor Darius, he's opening up a campus in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I just think y'all should talk, bro. Just talk. Just talk. I was like, bro, I'm actually cool. I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm I just need that space. Right. And we talked. I drove up here. We met in um, close by here, in, uh, mm -hmm. by perimeter. Went okay. Del Frisco's. Okay, yeah. Went to Del mm -hmm. Frisco's. Del Frisco's. I give love us, that one. Give her some... Um, yeah, not, money, not so the grill, the other one. Yeah, the big one. The steakhouse. They closed the grill. They closed the grill. Did, yeah. uh, did it catch on fire or something? I don't know. Anyway. Something happened. <laughs> <laughs> but they closed the grill. Anyway. Del Frisco's call you, girl. I know. Call Del Frisco's. We'll take some, some sponsorship money <laughs> over here. Absolutely. Lunch provided by Del Frisco's. <laughs> <laughs> but we had dinner, and I sat at that table with that man, and I said, that's my pastor. Wow. Literally. Like, wow. if, even if I didn't work with him. Mm -hmm. I said, that's my that's pastor. My pastor. And I've, I've heard him preach mm -hmm. several times. Yeah. Um, but when I started to hear vision, mm -hmm. when I started to hear his heart, yeah. when I started to, when I started to hear his vulnerability, mm -hmm. I was like, yo, I can connect with that. Yeah. Seriously. I can connect with that. Yeah. yeah. And because it's different. He mm -hmm. is different. Our church is different. Yeah. And it's because he's different um, because of what God has called him to do. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? So, so it's been, that's the reason why I'm here. That's why I am in this amazing, <laughs> beautiful, incredible. Do you see how that changed? City. Uh, yeah. It hurts to say it. <laughs> but no, it has grown. Just the airport alone has just been life-giving. No more, no more connect. Outside of the mean You're people like, who work there, yes. just not being able to get on connections after connections. Living where I live yeah. is connection, connection. So being able to get almost anywhere in the world mm -hmm. makes this city a lot. See, better. you like it better. A little bit. You like leaving. That's what you're saying. That's crazy. I like That's what I heard. No, I like, I like, I love my side of town. I love okay. my people. We're good. That's good. Um, I remember when you guys did the pop up, um, not show, but y'all did a pop up. Service, service here. Yep. Um, yes, yep. and Chandler called me. He's like, "Hey, sis, I'm in town. 
come out and I was like, okay, I literally was just coming to support Chandler. Did not know what yeah. I was walking into. And I got there and I was like, what is this? That was my first time seeing you perform live. Okay. Um, it was just an amazing experience. And that was my first um, time experiencing Pastor Darius Daniels. And I was like, it's something different about this man. Yeah. That made me when Ike called and said, hey, they actually opened up a church here. Come. Right. I was like, OK, I don't have a church home. I'll come. And I haven't left. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. You're stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. But yeah, I remember that. And um, it was definitely a pivotal moment in my walk because um, like a lot of people, I've dealt with church hurt. Um, I've gone to churches and really you know, saying poured my life into them and made sure that people knew this is where I'm going. Come, right, let's right, serve, right. Um, let's worship and get closer to God. And what ends up happening is that you, the human side comes out and then you allow, instead of seeing that what God was using that person for, you only see the human and yeah. their flaws. And um, it turns you off in the church. And that was my experience. So you guys caught me at the right time when I was thirsty for the word and needed that home base again. That's, that's good. And that's the Lord knows exactly what we need, mm -hmm. especially for the season that we're in. Yes. You know what I mean? So timing was everything for that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You had to be at the right head, be in the right head space. Yes. And to get the right phone call mm -hmm. the right day. Yeah. You know what I mean? To have your heart open enough to even be like, because mm -hmm. some people can become so jaded mm. that anything, the moment that they see anything that comes close to what their past experience was, mm -hmm. then it's like, ah, nah, see everybody like this. Or yep. see everyone, every preacher's like this, every church is like this. Yeah. And they put everybody in this box mm -hmm. because of something that happened to them. And so yeah. it's, I'm so grateful that you were open enough to like, mm -hmm. oh, this is, and, and the fact that it was exactly what you thought it was. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like once I actually got the experience, yeah. like, oh, this is what I thought. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't a bait and switch. It was like, oh no, like this is exactly <laughs> what it is. But for you to come and have your heart open enough mm -hmm to even receive that and feel the difference. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, again, it's not not trying to harp on how great Pastor Darius is because he's a human being, uh, you know <laughs> what I mean? But it's it that all flows from him down mm -hmm. because of legitimately who he is as a person. I tell people he's a better man than he is a preacher. Yeah. And he's a phenomenal preacher. He he's is. a phenomenal pastor. Yes, he but is. he's a better human being than mm -hmm. he is. So I, that's why I love him so much. That's why I'm in this beautiful city. There we go. Forever I love you, man. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna bring you on over here. Listen, it's all good. You gonna next year? You gonna be like, I just I don't know why I didn't move here sooner. I'm I'm I wanna <laughs> say I wanna say that I wanna say that. <laughs> Been finding some really good restaurants here lately, though. Yes. The restaurant game is coming up. Listen, yeah, it's, it's this is a spot good. we got some good good stuff. Now, um, I'm sure you get this all the time, but have you ever thought about being a pastor? Because you had, you got we something cut. on there you now. Cut that out. The video we're done. <laughs> this episode, I think. When I tell it's you, tired. I've heard that more. First of all, I've heard it my entire life. Mm -hmm. But when I tell you, I've heard that more in the past twelve months. This year, in particular, it's weird. I'm just saying, it's like not weird. weird. And so I grew up around everybody wanted to be a pastor. Yeah. So I'm being like anti, I don't mm. want a pastor, mm. anti, I just want to come serve the Lord in this capacity, mm -hmm. take my butt home and go get something to eat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I feel you. But I don't know, I'm, my heart has really been closed off to the mm -hmm. idea just yeah. simply because it, 
I've been, I've worked very closely with pastors, mm -hmm. and people will never know what it takes mm. to do that job well. Yes, I'm gonna say that again: not mm. to do the job, but to do the job well. Mm -hmm. What it takes mm. is a lot. The sacrifice, mm -hmm. um, the way you put yourself out there, the vulnerability, yeah. how open you are to criticism, ridicule, mm -hmm. lies. And to put all of that out there and bring your family through that, Oof. it's a different beast. So people mm -hmm. don't understand. So for me, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. I've worked in the kitchen. I know what it is in uh, the kitchen. Right. So I'm like, I'm good. But at the same time, I don't want the Lord to have to break my legs off if that right. is, mm -hmm. you know, the you know the next evolution for me in my life. Yeah. I told God at 16, yes. Yeah. So my answer will always be yes. yes. I love but. That. I'm not pressed <laughs> at, all. at all. Like, yo, I'm good. I will mm -hmm. serve somebody else. Yeah. I will be a cheerleader. I will lead worship. I will do some admin, whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. But it's not something that I'm going after. Now, if it happens. Yeah. Then yes, guys, Lord. this is all right. But I'm well, not I'm not. I feel you. It. No, but everybody, <laughs> like, they see it. They see you know, you're like, yeah, everybody, but this year in particular, it's so weird. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm out here trying to, and, I'm, and I'm not checking. My thing is, this, I'm not, I'm not even like, we're on tour right now. Mm -hmm. I said I would never go on tour. I never mm -hmm. wanted to go on tour. Wow. Never wanted to. It's, hmm. I love serving in the local church. Mm -hmm. Like, I love watching people go from A to B, B to C, C to mm -hmm. D. I love seeing the same people and being able to shake their hands and mm -hmm. hug their neck and love on them and speak life to them. Yeah. I love serving in the local church. Mm -hmm. I mean, the local church. A lot of people who do what I do, they want to get out the local church mm -hmm. to get on the road and go travel. Yeah. Like, traveling, and that's whipped cream for me. Mm -hmm. Serving at my church, that's the main thing. Right. Like, that's whipped cream and cherries. It's, it's great. It's, mm -hmm. it's cool, but if I had to choose between the two, yeah. I'd be right here at my church. I think I know with the moment that I thought that as well, because a lot of, I've heard people say that, but I think the moment I thought about it was on the Encounter album when you talked about doing the um, the pottery. Yeah, the pot like, yeah, like, yeah. You the way you told the story, I was like, ah! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm supposed to throw it away? You're like, no, you don't throw it away. Oh and how God. you compared to how God puts us back together again. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. When you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulders, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. That's the moment I was like, a little preacher, and, um. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I look, I, I enjoy speaking. I yeah. enjoy all of that. It's, it's, a, it's totally different. People, mm -hmm. people tell me all the time, like, oh, well, if you can sing, you can preach. Not necessarily. That's two totally different yeah. vibes. The yeah. Preparation. Mm -hmm. You got one is corporate. The yeah. other one, 
y'all sitting down looking like, say, you better say something. You better say something good or I'm going to get on Instagram <laughs> right. right in front of your face. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's just two different types of preparation. But the fulfill, now this is what I will say. Mm -hmm. The fulfillment is different mm -hmm. when I speak than when I sing wow. at this point in my life. It's a different type of fulfillment. Mm -hmm. um, and so, again, I'm not fighting the evolution, yeah. but it's going to be God. If you see a pastor, pastor Todd, you're like, that's God. Right. <laughs> Go to that church because that dude, God told him to do, do that. that right. Yeah, so, but yeah, oh, but that, I'll never forget being at that potter. Mm -hmm. That thing was so life-changing. Oh, my goodness. Literally just being in it and like putting your hands on the clay and mm -hmm. just having this guy who's not a Christian. Wow. So I'm taking everything that he's saying, he looking realize. at the Bible, looking at the heart of Jesus. And mm -hmm. he's, he's like, yo, because I, I kept messing it up. Mm -hmm. I, kept, I was like trying. He was like, you got to hold it steady. And, and it kept falling apart. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yo, so what do you do with this clay? You know, once we, I'm like, you just going to throw it in the trash can? He was like, no, never throwing this clay in the trash can. He said, I can use this clay. He said, he said I can use this clay and, and recycle this clay mm -hmm. and use it over and over again. It will never be to the point where it can't be used. He I was hope like, y'all didn't miss he that. Was like, he was like, but but for the untrained eye, mm. for somebody who doesn't know what to do with it, yeah. and it's easy to throw it away. Yes. But for the potter who understands what it is, <laughs> he, he, he has the ability to say, no, 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 I can still use that. Yes. I can still restore that. I can still put this back together. And not just, but here's the thing, and this is what I love about God. Mm -hmm. not, just, not just can he restore it, Mm -hmm. and put it back on a wheel and make it something. But he has the ability to make it something beautiful. Sometimes people can restore something mm -hmm. and it's like, well, it's not going to look as good right. as, as what it um, was originally set out to be. Mm -hmm. But God has the ability mm. to take, no matter how jacked up, messed up, toe up from the flow up, your life, your situation, whatever you are in, he has the ability to not just restore you, but actually make you better than what you thought you would be from the beginning. Mm. To actually take what you thought how great your life was going to be, mm -hmm. that he has the ability to give you the eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, neither has it entered into the heart. He has the ability to go above what you mm. can even ask or think. He is not just a repairer. He is not just a restorer. He is the God that makes it better than what you thought it could be from the beginning. Oh! And that's, <laughs> that's what's dope. That's what's dope. Like he's not just going to... Like, he's not just going to put you back together for you to be put back together. Yes. No, he's going to put some shine on that joint. Mm -hmm. He's going to, no, you're going to be flossy. You're going to be, you're going to be everything and more than what you thought you would be. Amen. And that's dope. That's what I love about Jesus. He doesn't just put you back together again. Like, right. if this table was broke down right. and it looked like that to begin with, mm -hmm. he's not going to put duct tape on the side <laughs> right. just to say, oh, it's workable now. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it don't look like what it originally was supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. He's like, no, I'm going to restore you in a way that people won't even know that you were broken before. Mm -hmm. That's what's dope about Jesus. My God. Now, I'm going to fix you. I'm going to do it so dope. You, I'm going to put the three Hebrew boys in the fire. And you, as a matter of fact, when you come out, you're not even going to smell like smoke. You're not ah! going to look like you've been in fire. He is a restorer. Mm. Like in the most beautiful way possible. So, Jesus, I love him. He's so dope. He's so dope. He dope, dope. Y'all, today's <laughs> word was brought to you by <laughs> the Master Todd. <laughs> <laughs> the Master Todd is crazy. Listen, <laughs> you just gave us a word.
scared. No, but he's got, that's the dope thing about God mm. is that he just, he doesn't just put you back together. Yeah. He doesn't duct tape your life. He doesn't put staples on you. Yeah. When he restores you, he restores you in a way that when people see you, they don't even know what Jesus. you've been through. Mm-hmm. You don't even look like, you don't smell like what you've been through. That is what Jesus does. That's how good he is. He is. So good. So That's so good. No, nah, it is. That's good. It ain't got nothing to do with me. He's, he's just good. He dope. Mm, Jesus mm, is dope. Mm, mm, mm. I need wow. to get a t-shirt. Jesus is dope. Yeah. On my cardigan sleeve. Yeah, you did. <laughs> that needs to go on the road with you. We can make it happen. Um, shifting gears real quick. Okay. Um, you just celebrated the 20th anniversary of you and your wife, Vanessa. Dope. Shout out, Vanessa. Hey, V. Hey, I know she's watching. <laughs> Um, and you have two beautiful children. I was yes. giving them a hard time yesterday in church when um, Pastor was going through all these R and B songs. And they were, they were literally sitting in church like this. I looked back. I said, "Y'all know what he talking about?" It wasn't Drake. Wasn't y'all? They're like, "What yeah. you talking about?" That's crazy. Even though my daughter is a hippie, she's a real hippie. She mm. listens to music. I'm like, "Who are you listening to?" I'm like, "What?" Is, I don't even know the <laughs> names of these people. Bro. Right. No, but you have a beautiful family. What was it? Um, I'm always interested. I always, I ask PD this. Um, I always ask married couples. What was it that made you know that your wife was the one that she wanted to spend the rest of your life with? Her worship. Mm. It was the first time I, I like newly getting saved, walking, walking out my faith. Mm-hmm. And the first time I saw her worship, I was like, yo, I think that's my wife. Wow. And it was legitimately because of her heart for Jesus. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what God was going to do with me at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. I, all I knew is I wanted God to get the glory out of my yeah. life. But I knew it was going to take somebody being with me mm-hmm. with that type of heart. Yeah. And with that type of passion for Jesus. That's amazing. And so I literally the first, I'll never forget, it was at my church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she came and Back I saw in your the, hometown? Yeah. So she's from, are y'all from Yeah, the we're from place? the same area. Wow. She's from the big city. Okay. She's from Fairville. I got I'm you. I'm from Rafer. I'm from yes. the Caution Light. We, I'm from the little, little city. <laughs> and uh, she came to my church, man. I saw her I was like, yo, this girl loves Jesus. Mm-hmm. You can't and hide it. You can't deep. fake that. And she got pretty feet. All right, B. Pretty feet, B. So I was like, yo, she really loves Jesus. And I'm like, I know, again, I I didn't know exactly what God was doing. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, I'm like, yo, I'm going to need somebody like that on my team for where I'm going. And uh, and then just to get to know her and we just, it just flow. It wasn't work. I love it. It just just flowed. Yes, that is awesome. But we met at a bowling alley. My best friend, Roderick was dating her friend. She was at um, her friend's house. Mm-hmm. And she said, if you want to go see, if you want to see me, you got to bring somebody yeah. to go out. He begged me and I wasn't going. I said, I'm never going to a bowling alley with you and some weird girl. And I didn't know, I didn't know her. Oh, but okay. like, I just met this girl, I think she's my wife. Yeah, right. She comes to the bowling alley with us. <laughs> but yo, so we went and that night I was like, okay. She cool. And then we went to church. He came to church and we church kids. Yeah. So, you know, we were in the church. I was like, oh, you love Jesus for real, for mm-hmm. real. Like, and from wow. there, here we are. I love it. I here love y'all travel are. together. 20 years. Yes, that's amazing. I love years. it. Yeah, great. How do you balance? Because you're now on the road a lot. How do y'all balance everything? Because you got the kids. Man, it's it can be a lot. I've, I've learned that balance is not a real thing. Mm-hmm. That's a, you know, it's like, yo, you have to give attention, the proper attention to what, um, it's like, if I'm home, be home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm home, be home. 
Put the phone. That can be a struggle sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, but if I'm home, put the phone down. That's good. Lock in. Mm-hmm. Because I travel so much, so mm-hmm. they don't deserve fragments. Yeah. Oh. You yeah. know what I mean? They mm-hmm. don't deserve fragments. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's all I really got. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's that's the foundation. Like that's that's what's real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I can walk out here tomorrow and disappoint people, and everybody who cheered for me and yeah. clapped for me yeah. will be gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's and real. So, the people who are gonna be there, mm-hmm. and and it sucks, but that's that's who normally gets the fragments is the people, people who really that, yes. care and yeah. the people who really love us mm-hmm. are the people we give the least to. Yeah, and that's just an encouragement to anybody's watching. Like, let's reverse that. Yes. that's not a statement to be like, oh man, that's true. That's a statement to be like, yo, let me do better. We gotta today. fix that. Yes, like for real. That's good. Um, and so like mm. for me, it's like, yo, I'm home, be home. Like, lean in, mm-hmm. hang out with my kids, lean in, walk in the room. What y'all doing? Wait, wait, let, let's go somewhere. Let's go ID. Let's yeah. so like when I'm home, be home mm-hmm. and be very intentional. Yeah. I know I'm gonna have to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a part of the assignment at this stage of my life. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, make it count. Yeah, make it count. Make yeah. them feel the impact when I am there. Yeah, absolutely, I love that. Um, speaking of your wife, I know that on one of your albums you spoke about a diagnosis and healing that you both experienced. Yeah, could you share that with us? This is so crazy. We both got diagnosed with papillary thyroid cancer. Wait, what? Both. I I got diagnosed first. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And this is why you have to have the right person in your life. Mm. For maybe six months, she kept telling me, yo, you have a little lump on your neck. Mm -hmm. Like it was protruding just just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Just a little, like I would have never saw it. But she knew you did not like something. She was like, she kept telling me, you need to go to the doctor. You need to go to the doctor. I never went to the doctor. After Mm -hmm. six months, I finally went to the doctor. Um, Went to the doctor. They took some biopsies. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, ah, it looks a little suspicious, but I think you're fine. Um, let's just remove your thyroid. We're going to take half of your thyroid out. You can keep the other half. I was like, okay, cool. So they took half of my thyroid out. We don't think it's cancer. As soon as they took half of the thyroid out, they biopsy. Oh, yes, it's absolutely cancer. Oh, wow. Had to go back in two weeks later. Oh, my goodness. And, have, and I, legitimately, it was so, It was like literally right over my vocal cords. Jesus, that's what I'm like, going to say. That's so, so close. Yeah, they were so close. They had to put sensors around my vocals, my vocal cords so to let the doctor know if he was like getting too close. Mm. I'm like, yo, this is, I need my voice. This is your voice. Right, you know what I mean? My livelihood. Yeah. yeah. So got diagnosed. Went through the process. Literally, as I'm healing, literally mm-hmm. as I'm getting ready to be like, okay, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I was doing my live recording. Mm-hmm. I was doing decrease. Mm-hmm. Right when we get ready for the live recording, I'm finally getting strong enough. Yeah. My wife goes, she's like, yo, I've been feeling da 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 da. Go to the doctor. She gets diagnosed with the same thing. It was crazy. Like the, it was Duke. We were in uh, North Carolina. Duke. Mm-hmm. Some people from Duke came to our house to like take samples of our carpet. Uh, see, they yeah. were like, yo, how did two people, people. get that? They were like, that's kind of unheard of. Yeah. And it was so weird. It was the timing of it all. Literally, mm. my first big live recording. Mm. And man, it was like going through that process mm. together and watching God literally walk us through this thing of healing. And I went through it. She went through her surgery, it wasn't as extensive as mine, mm-hmm. but she came out cancer free, both cancer free. Wow. Um, Literally, I think like mm. seven, eight years now, just free. And it mm. was like the way God, we were just so like, God, why? It was the timing. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm like, when God does something, it's like, what are you trying to produce? And I was again, mm. it was with that album. Yeah. Um, I was like, God, what are you trying to produce mm-hmm. through this thing? Yes. And wow. what do you what are you trying to produce through us 
as a as a couple mm -hmm. and what is it that you're trying to do through us yeah. to get to the world mm -hmm. and it was like yo god is a healer he is. And, and and it may sometimes it may be by the laying on of hands mm -hmm. sometimes it may be through medicine sometimes mm -hmm. it's in your obedience mm -hmm. and like to see how god just kind of like literally pushed something out of me yeah. and i and i really feel like a part of that was for that record mm -hmm. like there were some things i needed to experience mm -hmm. as as we wrote for it as we prepared for it, yeah. as we went up that night, and even to see what God did that night mm -hmm. in the room. Mm -hmm. If you haven't listened to that record, it's like yeah. Encounter is Encounter. Encounter is, that's my baby. Yes. But Decrease um, is special, and that testimony is on that record. Mm. And the people that were at the altar, I mean, that room was filled with over 3,000 people. Oh my and goodness. the altar, it was droves of people mm. that was at the altar. And people got healed that night. Jesus. And it was like, I think it was just something that the Lord used in that moment yeah. to let people's faith rise mm -hmm. and to know like, yo, mm. even when it's inconvenient, God is still good. Even when it mm -hmm. doesn't make sense, even when the timing is off. And sometimes we can get so caught up, mm -hmm. like, man, the timing was just so awful. Now. Like, God, why would you allow this to happen now? That was why would last be back to back? Right. Like, no, well, this so don't like, even what make sense. Yeah. And he's like, That's just insane. chill. I'm going to make it work. He always does. I'm going to make it work for you good. Just, just be chill. Wow. Yeah, so I had no idea that both of you went through that. Both. Both got our little scars right here. Oh. Our little, our little war wounds. But God, when I tell you God was so good, yeah. for me, I couldn't even sing. I thought I would never be able to sing again. That's like, scary. Like, like I could sing. Yeah. Thought I would never. I'll never forget. We were. I was in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Couldn't sing. I was struggling, 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 struggling. Mm -hmm. And I literally, I said, Lord, okay, well, this is just what it is. Yeah. This is my new normal. And the moment that I tried to accept the new normal, God was like, listen, I was up singing. Mm. And I'm literally having a conversation with God while I'm up singing. Mm -hmm. This is just my new normal. Mm -hmm. And the Lord said, do you hear that? I'm like, hear what? Do you hear that? I said, hear what? He said, listen. And I was like, oh. I literally, I was singing and I stopped singing. I said, oh. Oh I could not believe that, you that were I, the Lord was like, yo, don't box me in. Ah! Like, I just wanted to show you that even if you couldn't do that, mm. I could still use you. Yes. Even if you couldn't do it the way you thought you could, I could still get the yeah. glory out of it. Mm. But since you're trying to say, I can't, watch this. Watch what I do. <laughs> <laughs> watch what I do. You said, you hear that? Bang, I'll say, yo. So God has wow. been so good, like so faithful. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. That is so good. All right, the last question I'm going to ask you is, what is next? For Todd Gallery. Man. You know what? Next, I can tell you. <laughs> start the church. No. Uh, I know that this year that I'm going to will be a year of investments. Mm. Investments That's on a good. lot of levels. Yeah. Uh, financially. Mm -hmm. Some things that are in my heart that are outside of music. Okay. Um, that I, I want to be a student. Mm -hmm. I am going to start, I'm putting it out here, I'm putting it out here on your podcast. Keep your positive exclusive. Now do not, <laughs> this isn't necessarily going to correlate, mm -hmm. you're going to make it correlate with what you just said, uh -huh. but I am going, I'm starting Bible college next year. Amazing. But that's just because I just want to be I'll, a better I'll steward be a yeah. of, the, of the word. I'll join. You going to join? Yeah. You going to go to college, Bible college? Where is it at? All right, I thought you were going to teach it. No, I'm not teaching. I'm going to school. She said, teach it. No, I'm... <laughs> like, where do I sign no, up? No, I'm going. I think I'm going to Liberty University, though. Oh, no, I ain't about to pay for no more school. <laughs> <laughs> PD, I'm going to take your class. Yeah. Bible U. <laughs> you going to Bible U? I'm going to Bible U. Yeah, I ain't got to enroll in no college. But that's good. I, I want to go. I just want to make sure... 
I tell worship leaders all the time. That's crazy. <laughs> I tell worship leaders all the time, we have to have good theology. We're always in front of people. That's the so two good. voices people hear week in and week out is the pastor mm -hmm. and the worship leader. Yeah. The two most consistent voices people hear week in and week out. And mm. so in order to do your job well, you have to have good theology. Yes. You can't just be up there saying what your mama said. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're in a series right now. God didn't say, say that. He did and not a lot say of people that. stand up and say a bunch of stuff that God did not say. And if say. you don't know for yourself, yeah, then you're like, you, oh, yeah, that's yeah, what he you're said. Just, you know, repeating something you thought was cool from somebody else. And a lot of us repeating stuff we didn't heard for years that was wrong. <laughs> we all have. We all have. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, the Bible didn't say that at all. Mm -hmm. So I just want to have good theology. So I am starting school. So I'm investing in my spirituality. Mm -hmm. I'm investing um, in just getting a greater understanding of the word. Financially, I'm investing in some things um, that I feel like is going to set my children up uh, and my family up better. Mm -hmm. And so it's a, I'm literally saying this is a year of investment. So spiritually, emotionally, mm -hmm. family, financially, uh, and the music is going to is gonna come. It's gonna come, yeah. The, yeah I mean, like, it naturally comes. Yeah, like the music is gonna come, have an opportunity to speak, that's gonna come, and mm -hmm. those things are gonna come. But I wanna be super intentional. Like, I want to invest, I want to pour into something mm -hmm. that I may not see fruit mm -hmm. immediately from. Yes. But I know that it's going, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm investing in things that I know is gonna upset me, my family, mm -hmm. my spirituality. Yeah. Um, just legitimately take it to another level. So it's a year for me. 2020, what is it, four? Four, yeah. It's going to be a wow. year of investment. I'm investing in everything because I'm, I'm a person, I like to see it quick. I want to get it Me quick. Too. I'm, I'm like, I need to yeah. I get a house. I want paintings on the wall. Listen. Day of. I'm, I'm, I'm having everybody there. Right now. I need the pool hours. dug in tomorrow. Exactly. Like, what are we doing? So it's going to be, it's, ne next year, it's like, yo, I'm intentionally making yeah. myself be patient. And it takes maturity to do that. Absolutely. And growth. That's amazing. I'm yep. proud of you, man. Thank you. And God's going to bless all that. I'm not going to join um, Bible University. Come on, man. Let's go. We got to get this word. We're going to be here doing these podcasts. I told you I'm going to go to Bible U <laughs> with Pastor Terrence. This man said, Liberty College. Wait, wait. You talking about Oh, you're about college, college. <laughs> like real homework. School, school, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool. Todd, thank you so much. Thank you. This has been amazing. All right, so now we are going to do my favorite part where our listeners write in, okay. and um, it's called Positive Outcomes. Sweet. And we're going to give them advice. I love that for us. Yes. <laughs> we are the ones to be giving you advice. I put on my doctor hat now. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Hey, Crystal, my name is Kayla. I grew up going to church with my dad, but I was never taught how to pray or read the Bible. It was more like just them telling us what to do. I didn't really believe in God because of those reasons. When my sister passed back in 2003, everyone would tell me just to pray about it. But again, I didn't know how to. It wasn't until a few years later, my boyfriend at the time would just lay in the bed and, and I asked him, what was he thinking about? And he said he was praying. I then asked him, how does he pray and what does he say to God? After that, I started to pray. But it wasn't until 2016 when he and I were going through the roughest time that I believed in God. I asked God, a I asked God a few days before we broke up to end it if it wasn't meant for us to be together. Of course, I wasn't prepared for what he was going to do. However, that's when I knew for sure that God was real. Be careful what you ask for. Because, honey, I'd be like, Lord, send me a sign. <laughs> I still struggle to fully commit, to my, commit myself to reading the Bible. 
I also grew up dyslexic, which makes it somewhat hard for you to understand the Bible. Do you know of any ways that can help me understand and read the Bible? Go to Liberty College. Go to Liberty University. No. <laughs> no. Yo, start. You got to, yo, you have to bring it to where you are. Mm-hmm. So if it's like, yo, what translations are you looking at, right? So yeah. I'm an NIV guy. I love the NIV, and then I, I go back to the King James. Mm. I would say even start with D- Devos. Devos are great. The Bible app has scriptures that come up every day. They have thousands of Devos on there where you can come, where you can actually read along with a group of people mm-hmm. um, that you can do every single day. I but I would that. say start with a translation. If the Amplified or um, the um, New King James version is a version that you can kind of, you know, read and understand and when you read the bible read it slow i don't care if you're dyslexic or whatever i don't care if you uh have a perfect iq yeah. read it and read it slow and read it again and then when you read it again read it again mm-hmm. and then you go you go you have your bible and you may get your little commentary where it explains it you know what i mean it's like yo what you there are so many tools out there mm-hmm. you can go to google and ask google Google has that ability that'll send you to different resources that will explain the Bible. Like there are so many ways if you want it, if you really, and I can tell in your heart to write in, it's something that your heart desires. Yes. But I was like, yo, find your translation that you connect with. Find you a Devo, go to the Bible app. It's legitimately the Bible app. Mm-hmm. Jump in a Devo um, that they have every single day. Find the scripture and then research it. Almost like you would do like a term paper. It's like, yo, I want to know what God is really saying through this mm-hmm. and find the ways that um, through commentaries, through research, through just legitimately, man, hey, what does it mean when the Lord says thou shall not da, 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 mm. um, and find things that are solid. But I would legitimately start with the Bible app, find a translation that you're comfortable with mm-hmm. and read that thing slow. Read it slow mm-hmm. and, let, and ask the Holy Spirit. Pray. We talk, You talked about prayer. Ask the Lord, hey, open up my heart and my spirit to really receive and understand what this is saying to me in this season of my life. What is the word actually saying? Not what, what my interpretation of it is, but what is it actually saying? And so find you a good, find you a great commentary. Like find you one that you can go to a Bible Christian bookstore and find one that's really good. The Tony Evans Bible is great. Oh, love great, 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 great resource. Um, Cause it explains it as well. So check that out, find you a commentary. Read it slow. Find a translation that that connects with you, and then go back. I tell people always go back to the King James version and look at it as well. But that's just my non-Bible college. Uh. <laughs> we'll see what you say next after your first semester. First semester. Bible first semester. College. I might come back over like, look, I got a better way to answer that. There question. you go. All right, <laughs> Kayla. I'm gonna echo everything he said. I feel like you answered that perfect. I don't want to come behind that. That was oh, perfect. 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 Um, so I pray for you. We both are praying for you that yes. you get through everything that you're going through. Um, but yeah, everything he said and just take your time with it. Don't yeah. rest. Read it, it slow. Mm-hmm. Read it slow. Yeah. All right. So, um, now we do what I'm going through and what I'm growing through. Okay. Um, right now in this season, I am growing through, um, listening learning to listen to God, learning to listen to my inner voice. Um, A lot of times my voice is a lot louder (laughs) than God's, you know? So um, that's what I'm growing through, what I'm going through. And I'm growing through, um, I think right now, growing through the what ifs. 
You know, I have a lot of what ifs in my life and I'm like, okay, well, what if this doesn't happen? And learning, you know what, just be, let God take the lead in every area of my life. Got you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what I'm going through, mm -hmm. what I'm going through, man, I think what I'm going through is a season of, a season of growing up. It's like what I was talking, like I'm 41, right? Mm -hmm. And there are just some areas because they haven't fallen apart that I've just kind of like been chilly in, or I'm just like, okay, that's, it's not killing me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But it's not growing me either. Mm. So, um, lay aside every sin and weight. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we can lay aside sin because that's obvious, right? Yeah. But then it's like weight, the thing that mm. stops us from moving as fast as we could. Yeah. And so I think I'm like going through a season of like growing up and getting rid of weight. Mm, that's good. You know, that's get, good. getting rid of weight, things that, are, things that have slowed me down. I'm terrible with procrastination. I'm like terrible. Oh my goodness. When's your birthday? Uh, December 18th. Uh, uh, that's my mom's birthday. What? Yeah, We're going to get 18th. a real good gift this year, Mom. I'm excited <laughs> for both of us. <laughs> but, but, yeah. Well, yeah procrastination like, is Procrastination a is crazy. But it's like I want to grow up in some areas that because they haven't destroyed me, mm -hmm. but I know that they're holding me back. Yes. And stopping me from getting to where I'm trying to go mm -hmm. as maybe quicker than I could. Absolutely. If I, if I just dealt with these things and grew up in these areas. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, and so I feel like that's kind of what I'm going through and, and growing through. Yeah, yeah like all the same. Yeah. yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm going and growing through the same thing. Yeah, because because yeah. I, I want I want to I want to have victory over those mm -hmm. areas, and I want to because I want to. It's like yo, once you, it's not a testimony until you got victory over. Yeah. It. And so I want to be able to help people through mm -hmm. those types of things. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like yo, I gotta grow up. Yeah. I gotta legitimately like yo, okay, it's not killing you, bro, but. You could be so much further mm. if you just dealt with this differently. Yeah. If you just grew up in these certain areas mm. of your life. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. And the last thing we do is keep it blank, sweetie. So what would you tell the audience if you had to fill in the blank for this week? What would you say? If I had to fill in a blank? Or keep it blank, sweetie. Keep it blank, sweetie. I can go first if you want. Yeah, you go first. Okay. You go first. I'm going to take a sip of water and see, <laughs> see what I can come up with. Oh, uh, let's see. Um, I would say keep it open-minded, sweetie. Keep it open-minded. Yeah. Oh! That's for you, too. Keep it open-minded. <laughs> keep it You're saying keep it open-minded. Mm -hmm. I would say keep it honest, mm. sweetie. That's good. We're living, I don't even, I hate when people say we're living in a day. I mean, people need to be honest no matter what. Mm -hmm. But we get so little truth in mm -hmm. our relationships. Yeah. And the majority of the stuff you hear from people are things that they think um, you want them to say mm -hmm. versus truth. Yeah. And the relationships that I'm falling more in love with mm -hmm. are the relationships where people tell me the truth. Yeah. And like the honest, like, hard conversation, honest truth. Mm -hmm. And those are the relationships that I'm fostering and leaning into because we get such 
little truth Amen. where people and people will watch you fall apart. People will watch mm. you do dumb stuff. People will watch you have a booger in your nose and not say nothing to you. But people will just watch you in all facets of life, mm -hmm. knowing that they have the ability because of the proximity that mm -hmm. they have to you yeah. to be able to speak to some things. But I don't know where the fear comes from. And a lot of times it's fear of falling out, fear of what saying the truth will, you know, will bring in the mm -hmm. relationship. But I'm like, yo, tell me the truth. Yeah. Tell me, tell me the truth. Yeah. I'll appreciate the truth. I can mm -hmm. grow from the truth. Absolutely. But don't let me fall. Mm -hmm. And you had the ability to say something or to speak mm. to something. You know what I mean? Like because of fear. Don't you know what I mean? Tell, tell the truth. Yeah. In love. Yes. Exactly. You know, love. Yeah. Not maliciously. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. it, it can be different. Because people can snap on you and tell you the truth. Hello. And what happens is most people tell you the truth when they're aggravated. Mm -hmm. So then it doesn't even hit the same. Yeah. But if you tell me when we're sober. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you can absorb you, yeah, it. Yeah. It's like, like okay. it's not. I, I, number one, I know it's coming from the right place. Mm -hmm. It's not coming from a malicious place. It's yeah. coming from a place of love. Right. So tell the truth, sweet. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Todd Galbraith. Thank you so much. Thank you. I Thank appreciate you for letting you. me sit on this couch. I've been walking this couch and it's as comfortable as it looks. You know what People, I'm saying? it's comfortable. It's very comfortable. I'm, I'm going to it take is. a nap after this episode. That's what most people say. They're like, this felt like therapy. Now I'm going to go to sleep. Right. But you got to go because I got somebody else going <laughs> on. And I was late, y'all. I was late too. I was going to put that out. I was late for this <clears> episode. But, but it was amazing. I so we go. You've actually rest. made it up for the lateness because this was Thank really you. good. Because your producer, she was. She don't play. Yeah, she don't. She don't play, play the radio. <laughs> you know they cut out recess in school because she didn't play. I get, I get that. I saw that on her face. Oh, yeah. I saw play. that on her face. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Keep It Positive, sweetie. If you want to write into our Positive Outcomes open listener letter, please write into keepitpositivesweetie at gmail.com. And that's sweetie with an I-E. You can follow Kips on all platforms at Keep It Positive, sweetie. And you can follow me on all platforms at Love Crystal Renee. And that's L-U-V. Todd, tell the people where they can find you so they can follow you and keep up with you. Um, ToddGalbraith.com. Um, Instagram is my social media drug of choice. Um, and that's T Galbraith, T-G-A-L-B-E-R-T-H on IG or Facebook or TikTok sucks for me and my algorithms. But it's a great platform. <laughs> yes, make sure you guys follow him and make sure you guys tune in. We have some more great things coming. You know what to do in the meantime. Keep it positive, sweetie. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We yes, honor you. Thank you for this amazing opportunity we have to encourage, inspire, share our heart. Um, I pray, Lord, that this um, podcast, this episode will do exactly what you want it to do. So let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. Yes, In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. <laughs>